0: This podcast is based on contributions from the Euronet Plus network of journalists. As a new wave of infection sweeps across the EU, the bloc presents an uneven picture in the fight against the virus. Ahead of the festive season, shops and Christmas markets are threatened with closure amid a surge in COVID-19 cases across the European Union. Battling a resurgent pandemic almost two years since this coronavirus first emerged, some member states have already opted for dramatic restrictions. Governments are wavering between promoting vaccination, giving more freedoms to those who are immune and making sure they keep the pandemic under control. Here is the situation in Slovenia, explained by Lydia, our colleague from RTV Slovenia. According to the Jozef Stefan -Stefan Institute, which regularly calculates the COVID-19 epidemic forecast, the number of confirmed infections in Slovenia has already reached the peak of the fourth wave. The latest data say that infections in the country are spreading in the fastest rate in the Union and even in the world. The peak in intensive care units is expected to be reached in the last week of November. Hospitals have been forced to open the maximum capacity this week. According to the government, the Slovenian army has also contributed to the health system with its own capacities. Many students have also responded to the call of the health institutions. From the middle of this week, only testing of pupils three times a week is compulsory in primary schools. For those who do not self-test, they will be temporarily banned from taking the tests at school, and distance learning will be organised. The use of a fabric mask is no longer allowed indoors. From now on, the use of a protective surgical mask or a two-piece mask is compulsory. In view of the many infringements, controls have also been tightened on checks of the PCT, recovered, vaccinated and tested. Rule. To ensure that the country avoids a collapse of the health system, the authorities are calling for for responsible behaviour and compliance with the measures in vaccination. By the beginning of this week, 53.6% of the population had been vaccinated with all doses of the vaccine. Up north, in Latvia, the government already opted for a lockdown at the end of October, the first since the vaccine became available in the EU. Non-essential shops, cinemas and theatres, hairdressers had to close for a month with the Baltic country experiencing one of the worst infection rates in the world at the time hearts plumer foreign news reporter at latvian national radio
1: reports. a month lockdown in latvia ended on november 15 it was introduced when infection rates were rising sharply and the health system was on the verge of collapse now the numbers have improved but not significantly nevertheless restrictions have been eased for people who have been vaccinated but there are still a number of restrictions on people who did not get the jab to get them vaccinated. During the lockdown, the vaccination rate rose sharply, but it dropped again at the end of the lockdown. The biggest problem is vaccination coverage among the elderly. Another problem is a lack of channels and means to effectively reach the Russian-speaking population. The third, dose of vaccine is currently available for people over 50 and for all people with comorbidities. So far, about 58% of the Latvian population has been fully vaccinated.
0: With more than sixty-one percent of people fully vaccinated, Lithuania is a front runner among the Baltic states. But the road to vaccination is long and winding, and not all politicians are actually walking the talk when it comes to convincing people to get the job, reports Orschwa of Genius Radies. Lietuvoje vakcinacijos Lithuania does not have a vaccination strategy, that is what opponents of the ruling majority and some observers say. It is drowning in political battles, disagreements between the government and the presidency. Arunas Dulkis, appointed health minister last year, claimed from the start to have a 130-point pandemic management plan, which he never showed. And President Itanas Noseda's goal at the beginning of the year was to vaccinate 70% of the Lithuanian population before the bank holidays of Mindogas on 6 July. The president himself publicly injected only the first dose of the vaccine later. He had lunch in a cafe of so-called anti-vaccinationists and accused the government of artificially reducing vaccination coverage to avoid reaching the 70% target. The 70% vaccination rate for children over 12 years of age was only reached in early September. It seems that Lithuanians who were initially eager to be vaccinated became more lethargic over the summer and were vaccinated more slowly. This led the Ministry of Health to take certain measures. For example, from now on, you can only enter the department store with your passport. A vaccination allowance of 100 euro is offered to the elderly and from December 1st, employees who have to undergo periodic tests at their place of work will have to pay for these tests themselves if they have not been vaccinated. The President vetoed the amendment, but a United Ruling Party overrode the veto in Parliament. Vaccine opponents are of course critical of the government's escalation. The media and political analysts are critical of the government's poor communication and unnecessary rank with the president and the government claims that with the increase in hospital occupancy for COVID-19 patients, pandemic management measures will be stricter. On Wednesday, 24th of November, the EU said that booster shots of the COVID-19 vaccine should be considered for all adults, with priority given to those aged 40 and over. It also recommended limiting the validity of the COVID-19 vaccine for travel to nine months Some member states, such as Sweden, have already decided to extend the booster to all adults. But while these countries are debating whether or not to recommend a third dose, in several EU countries a majority of citizens have not even taken the step of the first injection. This is the case in Bulgaria, where only a quarter of the population has agreed to take a first dose of the vaccine, and Romania with a rate of 39.4% on 24 November, according to ECDC figures. Florin, a journalist with Radio Romania, explained what is going on.
1: Romania passed the 7 million mark this week for full vaccination against the new coronavirus representing about 37% of the country's population. This is one of the lowest vaccination rates in the EU. The lowest figures are recorded in rural areas. The main causes being the lack of health education of the population and mistrust of the authorities. On the other hand, these in in big cities, notably Bucharest, where we find a vaccination rate over 50, over 70%. At the same time, Although the incidence of new COVID-19 infections in Romania is decreasing, the number of deaths associated with COVID-19 and the number of patients in serious condition remain high. A law on the green certificate is currently being debated in Parliament, and this document could become mandatory for access to the workplace. However, the debates are complicated by a series of disagreements between the major parties, the National Liberal and the Social Democrat, so it may be some time before the law is passed.
0: Irina, our Bulgarian colleague from BNR, looks at the roots of this hostility to vaccination in her country. The reasons for
2: the lowest vaccination rate are complex. They are related to the deep distrust in the institutions and the state, which is probably rooted in the past totalitarian regime. People also do not trust the health system. There are some teachers, some doctors and medical staff who prefer to wait, driven by deep-rooted skepticism, which is skillfully fueled by social media and disinformation. There are also doctors who have embarked on a political career on the wave of populism. There were also serious communication errors in the management of the COVID crisis in the last three governments. The regular one of Boyko Borisov when the COVID broke out and the two caretaker governments in the last six months during the parliamentary crisis. All this is combined. The situation in the hospitals is tense on the edge of operational capacities. Health system in Bulgaria is not in a good shape even without COVID. We have unfortunately the highest rate of additional payments by people even if they are fully covered by their health tax. Hospital beds are filled. Ambulances must look for a hospital to take care of the sick. Patients wait a long time for an ambulance. New lockdown is not very likely. While Bulgaria is in election campaigns, both the parliament and the president are in election procedure. So populism and political misuse of the crisis are ongoing, unfortunately.
0: situation is quite the opposite in the Iberian Peninsula. After record cases and extremely strict lockdown during the first wave of the pandemic, the Portuguese and Spanish populations have largely accepted the vaccine as a way to return to a more normal life. For the time being, there is no question of imposing a new lockdown in Portugal, according to Pedro Caillero, a journalist with Portuguese radio station Renascença.
1: Portugal is entering the fifth wave of the pandemic, but with a much lower impact than in previous waves. Firstly, because it has one of the most advanced vaccination processes in the world. Currently, 86% of the population has completed vaccination, and an additional 1% has received at least one dose of vaccine. Currently, everyone over the age of 12 is vaccinated in Portugal. In the meantime, those over 65 are already receiving a third booster dose of the vaccine, and for those over 18, it has been decided that there will be a second the dose for those who have received the Jensen vaccine. Around here, the anti vaccine movement is residual. There is great confidence in the efficacy of the vaccines, and the truth is that the vast majority of the most serious cases of the disease are, at the moment, unvaccinated people or people with other associated diseases who are in intensive care. Only vaccinated people are entitled to the COVID pass, which is compulsory to enter certain places. Masks must be worn in enclosed spaces, but many Portuguese continue to wear them in the street as a precaution. However, due to this, the increase in the number of cases, testing has been stepped up again and new measures are expected to be taken, reducing the capacity of sportholes, making it compulsory to wear a mask even in open spaces and working from home whenever possible. The risk of another closure like the one in late January or March 2020 is low. You might have some restrictions on domestic travel over Christmas, with people not allowed to travel between districts over the Christmas and New Year periods.
0: In Spain, infections are on the rise as they are throughout the EU. But the consequences are under control, explains César, a journalist at S Radio Castilla Leon. The high rate of vaccination, but also the mandatory use of masks inside buildings are keeping the infection figures under control, according to César.
1: The cumulative incidence of COVID-19 has increased in Spain in recent weeks, exceeding 70 cases per 100,000 inhabitants. However, only some autonomous communities have worrying situations, such as Navarre, the Basque Country and Aragón. The government stresses that there is a high level of protection thanks to the vaccination rate, which is very close to reaching 90% of the target population. Health Minister Carolina Darias has announced this percentage of the target population of vaccinated a test, those over 12 years old, will soon be reached. However, she insists that we cannot lower our guard, which is why measures such as the mandatory use of masks indoors have been maintained. The vaccination campaign continues in Spain. In fact, it has not stopped since it started at the beginning of the year. Health has vaccinated the elderly in residential homes with third booster doses and is now making progress in vaccinating the over 69s, with the third dose, who are also being vaccinated against the flu. This percentage represents over 80% of the population and, compared to the other European countries, explains why Spain is coping better with this new wave of the virus. The success of the vaccination campaign can be explained by the steady progress of the campaign and how the government is already thinking about vaccinating children under the age of 12. Therefore, although the contamination rate has increased in recent days, Spain is still officially in a low-risk zone. Infections have not translated into more hospital pressure and as long as the situation in hospitals does not worsen, the country will remain in the low-risk zone without moving to the medium level.